0: You're listening to episode 42 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. Now, I made a promise a few episodes ago that I would provide at least one solo episode per month. And with this being the first week of June, I decided to go ahead and give it to you. I have some amazing guests lined up for June, and I am pumped to bring you those episodes. We have had a ton of new subscribers and downloads since last episode, which just makes me so dang giddy. So if you are new here, welcome and thanks for tuning in. As a reminder, the podcast is available on all your favorite podcast apps and we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the username at MindBizLife. I hope you'll follow along on our daily posts, but also be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so others can find their way to the podcast or, you know, just share it with a friend. I gush about your support a lot, but it is sincere and genuine. I am so humbled by it. Well, anyways, are you ready to dive into this week's episode? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up. Let's go to master your mind business and life conversations with everyday world shifters truth seekers and rule breakers here's your host lauren smith hey everyone it's lauren smith welcome back to another episode this week i am bringing you round two of ways to be intentional about your business growth A listener sent me an email with a great question and after asking her if it was okay that I share her letter and my response on the podcast, she graciously agreed and accepted. Now, I love this idea of accepting questions from listeners and basing episodes around them, so I implemented a little something something on the mindbizlife.com website. So if you head over there, you will see a section now called Ask And if you have a business or even a life question, if you need some guidance, some healing, some transformation, some development, help in your life, submit your question there. I'll pull from different questions each month and try and answer as many as I can on the podcast. And if I need to bring in an expert to answer these questions, I definitely will. Okay. So. On to this week's question, because it actually triggered a little something in me and brought up a little memory, but the email reads, Hey Lauren, I hope this email finds you well. I've been listening to your podcast for some time now. And although I'm unsure if you answer these types of questions, I thought I'd give it a shot. I've been a small business owner for four years, but I'm having trouble getting consistent with my income. Hmm. And expanding my team. There are many days I want to quit because it would just be easier. Maybe I should expand upon this. Last year, I got to the point where I could hire an assistant to take over some of my duties to free me to focus on my part of the business. It lasted about four months before I let her go because it wasn't working out. I'm now back to doing everything alone and I'm so overwhelmed. Many times my income doesn't match my effort. It's so defeating. What am I doing wrong? Hoping your insight may guide me. (laughs) Hopeful in New Mexico, Josephine. Oh my goodness, Josephine. First of all, I love the way that you ended that email. So perfect. And what a great question. And I know this is a topic that many business owners struggle with. So I'm really glad you brought this to the table because girl, let me tell you, I have been there. I have been in your shoes. I have been in this exact situation. So this is like deep empathy, sympathy. Like I can, I've been there, right? So as business owners, we just cannot expect excessive success when we're not prepared for it, when we're not equipped for it. And this includes massive growth because you know what happens to companies that blow up big and they're just not prepared most of the time they fail and that's exactly what happened to me and it's happened to clients that I've worked with and it's happened to business owners that I know that I've heard their stories of their failures and success and growth. And let's be clear on what this all really comes down to. It comes down to systems and procedures. Now I wrote a blog about this many moons ago. I, it was titled something about like my biggest mistake as an entrepreneur or something to that fact. And when my business socially tangled was first started, we had the branding, we had the website, the social media presence, we had clients. And the first time that business wasn't working in my favor, it really was a pricing thing. You know, I just wasn't pricing my services high enough. Therefore I was just royally screwing up my income. I think pricing is a really easy fix right? You can adjust pricing very easily with new packages and new clients. You know, I was making more money than I was before and I was feeling dang good about my business. But as my business started taking off at a rapid pace, it really didn't take me long to realize that my business was not structurally prepared for growth. I realized that no one can do my job, nor could I even delegate tasks properly without my systems written out. I really lacked training material and operation or procedure manual and all of my best practices and guides, just somewhere that new people could see these documented systems or process for my business. So when I ultimately hired five new teammates, I essentially just set them and my business up for failure. And these new teammates, you know, they were amazing. They're great people, but they weren't fulfilling some of the duties that I had anticipated or expected. On top of it all, a lot of miscommunication. And this truly was no one's fault other than my own. And that ultimately took me from a seven-person payroll back down to a two-person payroll. And when a business needs seven people... When it truly needs seven people to run, but the burden is placed on two, that's when the burnout really starts to occur. And for us, it did. And this caused me to not even want to be able to take on any new businesses. So that slowed down our growth. Then I became overwhelmed to the point where I just be I just hated the hustle, right? And I just, I truly started to hate the hustle. And I was in that place of wanting to quit and thinking about going back to nine to five because who it sure is easier to know when your paycheck's coming in and just be done with work at a certain time. And, you know, it seems easy, but I also was miserable in that life. So, you know, I really had to look at what wasn't working because truly, I wasn't going to quit, right? What I felt like was an epic failure on my part, boiled down to systems and procedures. Now, Josephine, I'm not going to assume that you lack systems, um, or, and that's your issue because I could have used a little bit more detail on your business structure, but I want you to make sure that you have the following systems in place because really it's a game changer. Okay. Now, if you aren't aware of this yet, there are five core business systems that keep your business running and growing and thriving procedures, training guides, and those systematic ways that I was discussing earlier for all the behind the scenes business parts. Those are what are known as the management system. And this is really the keystone of all systems. And I will tell you as a bold fact, (laughs) fact, that without the management system in place, the other four core systems, which are marketing, sales, fulfillment, and accounting, they'll absolutely crumble. I want you to think about your business right now. If you need someone to step in tomorrow, would you have everything that it takes to run your business written out? Now, I dissolved many aspects of socially tangled. And when I began to rebuild them, I made sure I was doing it with intention for me, it was knowing my goals, my big vision, developing my management system so that they can really aid in my growth. And when I started the podcast, I, and you know, I actually had to get in the flow first, right? Cause at first I really didn't know what I was doing, but the first thing I truly did was I made sure I had my systems and procedures in place. The goal for me is to get the podcast to a place where I have someone else create the graphics and audiograms, another person handle the editing and splicing of the clips for the audiograms. And uh, you know, a third person to write out the show notes and send guests their information and schedule social posts and handle all admin stuff, right? Like that's my big goal. I want to just show up and have conversations and give all of the rest of the stuff to someone else. And in order for me to be able to do this, I have to write down my system. Now, there may be a way that my future audio editor you know, edits the podcast using a program that I didn't outline in my procedure, and you know that's okay. They'd still have to follow my flow for putting episodes together for consistency's sake right? And so, you know, there may be parts of your systems and procedures that you'll want to be super firm with and other parts that have more freedom and flexibility. That is truly okay. If you feel confident that you have your management system in place already, then I want you to take a look at the others. Remember the other four areas are marketing, sales, fulfillment, and accounting. Where are gaps in those systems? What are you lacking? What could be better improved? Another important rule to remember when it comes to building a team is that unless you want to train them from the ground up, you may need to be prepared to spend a little bit more of your money to get a more qualified freelancer or employee. Trust me when I tell you it's a lot easier having an assistant that's proficient in the tools and best practices of social media management email marketing, and or copywriting than it is to train and teach someone all of those things. But really, it comes down to what you need and what you want. This is really where clarity needs to happen. Write down everything on paper or type it all out. Get it out of your mind. Write lists for the parts of your business that need help. Write out what tasks you need to delegate out. And when it comes to delegating out tasks, be sure to write down the tasks, that don't bring you joy. You don't need to be the expert in everything. Be the expert in what you do best. Build a team around you that supports that, okay? One last thing I wanted to address in Josephine's letter is mindset. I already mentioned how I love that she ended her email with hopeful in New Mexico. Because hopeful is a word that vibrates with high positive energy. When we embrace positive words and we use them more, we have the ability to change the negative thoughts or blocks that are built up in our subconscious. I've mentioned adding journaling to your daily routine in numerous episodes, but if you aren't journaling yet, the best and most simplest way to start is with a gratitude journal. If you're struggling with business particularly... You can have a gratitude journal that is specifically for your business. Every day, write down five things that you are obsessively grateful for in your business. Is it the fact that you don't have to walk into a corporate office every day? Is it that you like to have more freedom and the flexibility with your schedule? Maybe it's that you feel so grateful that you have customers and clients who buy from you and support you not only financially, but there's also those people who show up for you and uh, support you emotionally in your business. Those who believe in you, who listen to you, who share your products or services with others. Gratitude has this insanely amazing way of clearing out negativity, doubt, and fear so we can relish in the blessings and positivities that truly surround us on the regular. Josephine, I hope this long-winded answer has helped guide you in the right direction or at least got your mind thinking about what it needs to change within your business. Again, if you'd like to submit a question regardless if it's about the mind, business, or life, head over to mindbizlife.com, find the ask L tab in the main navigation bar and submit your question there. Remember everything you do in life, regardless if it's dealing with your business, your relationship, your home, raising your kids, improving yourself, everything should be done with intention. Energy goes where intention flows. I'll see you back here next week for another episode, but until then, remember... Every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.